0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it unfold.
0: Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You are listening to the Feel Good Sisters. Can you believe it? We are here, live, in studio. (laughs) and This is Ray. This is Heather, and we welcome you to another show where the feel-good sisters get their feel-good on. What does that mean? Well, if you feel good, I don't know, life just tends to go better. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) We welcome you to the show. Every week we get together and we talk about all things law of attraction, but we talk about really the everyday law of attraction, that which happens on your Tuesday afternoon, your Sunday morning, your Friday night, those things that really allow you to use these principles in a significant way so you can see them picture in your life because, you know, if it ain't working, we don't want to spend time talking about it or thinking about it. We really want to focus on that which works. And what we know is feel-good works. Right, Heather?
3: Feel-good works. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know it, too, because when you feel good, it's like, ah. <laughs> I just
2: love that my only job is to feel better. I mean, it's such a radical... uh Separation from the rest of our lovely kiss them culture um, that that has a lot of kind of backwards ideas that pain is gain and you must suffer and sacrifice and and here 's these wonderful teachers and if you 're joining us for the first time, we study we study like really good students, but also um, we know that these this consciousness is within us we study the Abrahams the Abrahamers. Um, coming through Esther Hicks, but we also have our own spin on these principles and how Abraham is presented. And Heather is a channel and a coach and a significant teacher. And we both feel like Abraham's Abraham is living within us. If you're attracted to this um, this philosophy, if you're track, you know it, right? You're right. You know your home when you listen to them, but you also have your own connection to them. And that's what we like to raise the flag on every week is how are this, how is this broader knowing this higher consciousness, this true self that you are? How is it? How's it going every week? Are you connecting with it? Is it something that is in your everyday? Because that's really where the juice is. That's where the jam comes in, right?
3: And they might not call themselves Abraham through you. It's through me. They call themselves a joyous one. So don't get hung up on the name.
2: That's so true. Don't get hung up on the name or claim your own name. I love that. You know, Rabraham is mine (laughs) just because I'm riffing. (laughs) But you can do whatever it is that, you know, that you call upon it, but call upon it. It is your beloved. It is that which is speaking to you um, every day in a soft whisper, if you can uh, just manage the contrast. And and what we do here every week on Everyday Attraction, what the Feel Good Sisters are all about, are giving you tools, tricks perspectives to hold so that you can bring these principles into your life and really significantly see a difference. Um, We are loving step five, which is sort of the newest threshold of the Abrahams talking about being connected to source in the midst of contrast and you know, as long as you're walking on planet Earth, there will be contrast. There is nothing that you're doing wrong. There's nothing that is out of order. It's just a matter of perspective and understanding that the contrast is serving you. But there is um, some principles and some ways of understanding these laws of the universe that can make your life significantly more joyful, or at least allow yourself to enjoy um, that there is a bigger picture unfolding, even though in the moment it may not yeah, feel I lo- like it
3: my My shortened version of step five is just embracing the contrast, and it's probably one of the most um beautiful, volatile, and challenging of them all right It really is, and yet I think it's um it's it's the
2: advanced course, right? Because you've worked through all the other steps and you realize that this brings all the steps together um, in this ability to love the contrast, to know what's happening on the uh, vibrational side, to learn to get up to speed with it, but not freak out when you're not, you know? And I did hear another way of of talking about step five recently in a workshop where they said step five is not getting pissed off when you're back at step one, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly not beating right. yourself up when, um, when you're asking again, you know, when you're at the asking door, it's okay, you're exactly where you need to be. Uh, but today's show, we're going to focus on a track that both Heather and I kind of did a little bit of a flip over. And it's funny, because we were both listening to it, and didn't know that the other was listening to the same track. I mean, you got to remember, we listen to everything. We're the gluttons, and we're sifting and sorting it through all this content for you to really pull out those jewels and be able to um, polish them and see uh, what's happening on this latest, greatest, leading edge. But this particular track is happening in Sydney, Australia. Have you been listening to Sydney? Mm-hmm. It's really wonderful, isn't it?
3: I love it. I've um was li- sharing it with my daughter this morning and. I think this one specific track is really helpful if you have kids, especially teenagers. Um, I don't think... Did you say what it's about yet? I don't no. want to blow the cover. <laughs> no, no. You tell me. Tell, tell us everything. So, I love it. Yeah. So the, this track is about um, unconditional love for oneself, how to love yourself unconditionally. And so being a mother of a teenage girl and having her know that she loves others but doesn't really know how to find it for herself and... Um, I think that's one of those things that we want for our children is to learn how to love themselves. And if they can't, it's, you know, obviously I don't want to go in there and save her. I can't save her. (laughs) She's on her own path and trajectory. Exactly. I was like, oh, let me check check this out. And There's this one part of the track that we'll probably hear, which is about um, if a stranger calls you on the phone. (laughs) Yeah,
4: I love that. I love that. And
3: so I was just sharing that with my daughter and she's like, huh. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And so I was like, I love how I can bring Abraham in because for me, I don't know. My kids don't want to hear from me about source. Why do you have to be so spiritual, mom? Why do you always have to talk about spirit and source and blah, blah, blah? They don't like that from me. But if it's coming from somebody else, they're like, <laughs> oh. That's or- genius. Yeah, or if I hear them over, if I hear them talking to their friends, especially my older one, she'll be talking to her friends, and she'll say all the things that I've told her um, to them. Like, oh, it's just a little contrast. It's okay whether, you know, it's don't even worry about it. Let's just find something that feels good to you right now. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, thank God, you know. <laughs> She's got
2: I love that. I love that. And so you know, you just have to be yourself and and focus on it. But you know what i what I loved about this track, and and we'll you know we'll play a little bit for you, is that they really simplify the way to unconditionally love yourself. Because people say, "Oh, you should love yourself," but here we've had all this momentum, we've had all this growing up that has told us that what other people think of us is important, and that we get critical on ourselves because we're either comparing ourselves to others, or we're comparing ourselves to where we think we should be based on others' opinions. You know, you should have more money, you should have had, you know, own your house by now, you should, should, should. And so there's all this sort of momentum going around who we should be. And then suddenly these teachers say oh you should love yourself unconditionally and we're like really how the hell do i sorry how the heck <laughs> do i find that path after i've been beating the drum of critical and and i've been told that if i'm not hard on myself or if i don't you know uh, really uh, be very uh, disciplined with myself and you know how's that working for us? You know how's that back talk working for us? How's that negative self talk working? It's not. So how do we find our way to to loving ourselves unconditionally? And, and here's what the Abrahams give us. They give us a whole different paradigm to look at. So essentially, really, it's not so much about self love, but love. Let's go to that broader place of just that place of love. And what happens when we're critical of ourselves? is that we feel bad, and we have that emotion, that disappointment, that frustration. We call ourselves names, and it feels bad. But the reason it feels bad, the reason we have a negative emotion at all, and this is so important, is because source, is in opposition to what we're thinking. Source is holding the truth of you. And that's why when you veer away from the truth of you, it feels bad. So negative emotion is the clear understanding that what you're thinking right now is the opposite of what Source knows about you. Source loves you, loves all of you, right? Don't you love that kind of understanding that what you're thinking right now is so in opposition to the truth of who you are. That's why it feels bad. Uh-huh. So we kind of step back and say, I need to don that perspective, that perspective of love, of loving all of it. That's right, sister. Woo-hoo! But, you know, I, I just love the fact that love is raining down on us. And they actually say that in this track. Love is raining down on us. And it's all right for you to feel bad about where you are or what's happening. There's some contrast there. But understand that negative emotion means one thing. Source loves you so much. And the worse you feel, the more source is holding that. That's the kind of the gap, right? It's like the the deeper you go into the negative spiral, you get then the opposite end of the unconditional, powerful worthiness absolute giddiness over you that that source is holding and the farther you go the harder it is to to manage that emotion because it's it's in opposition to the truth and i love that paradigm i i know going through some contrast myself recently in this last couple of of months um, when I wake up and I get that three a m you know worry fear thing that doesn't happen too much anymore because I feel like I've worked it out, but I was getting that, and it helped so much to remember this principle that in my fear, source was feeling the opposite, which was total security, absolute abundance, not worrying a second about what was coming and what is, and I was able to latch onto that and and release it with that kind of shift in consciousness does that feed you Heather too? to kind of remember what source is feeling about you and about your kids
3: absolutely and I was just kind of having this when I'm listening to her talking right now I was thinking about why it is that we have to have contrast because we know that we have to have contrast but there's that reluctance sometimes like I know I have to do this I'm just going to get through it but the real, the exciting reason that we have to have contrast is when we go down into what we don't want, we send out these huge, huge, huge rockets of desire for what we do want, and then we get to feel that source wants that, us to have the thing we do want, not where we are. And so that negative emotion is pulling up, is pulling us to remember that source wants us to have everything we want, you know, our inner being is unconditionally loving us, does want us to have every physical thing, every emotional thing, every spiritual thing that we want. And so it does make it all worth it to have to go through that contrast because it's part of the process of getting what we
2: want. Yes, and the process makes sense. So, you know, you don't have to freak out if you're feeling bad or if you're feeling like you don't want to be in the place that you're in or there's something that's missing. That's perfectly on track. But to not spend too much time there because remember, you're a broadcast signal. You are broadcasting something that the universe is just matching. So we need to get out of our funk fast. We need to get out of funk fast, fast funk. (laughs) We can't spend too much time there. And what helps is understanding that source is partying over in the next room with this unconditionally loving, beaming energy and love is literally raining down on you. But if you're stuck in that negative momentum and you don't understand that perspective and you think that something's actually wrong with you, which is not the truth, um, then you're going to kind of build this bubble of resistance around you that doesn't allow the love to rain in. So it's something that you have control of. And I love that we can flip that switch so easily. It doesn't take much. It's, it's just really a pivot. It's not even a leap. It's not even a quantum leap. It's a pivot to remember the perspective of source. And you can literally start to feel the energy shift and your thinking Um, Start to change. And again, we love the trick of going broader. Go general, go more general in order to find your momentum and then be able to dive in to the specifics once you've got your, um, you know, you've got your mojo on. So uh, this idea of unconditional love, if you can really let it in, that source, all that is, infinite wisdom, your entourage loves you. Loves even the things that you don't love about you, they, it adores you. Can you let in the feeling of being adored? Adored. And just let yourself bask in that idea. How would I treat myself today if I really believed I was adored by infinite intelligence and source energy? I guarantee you you're gonna feel a lot better today. <laughs> and with that note, we gotta take a quick break. You're listening to the Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction. When we come back from the break, we'll listen to this wonderful, delicious track of unconditional love from the Abraham. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Don't think
1: about it. Let it unfold. Let it
5: 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let,
0: it Let it unfold. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given.
2: Welcome back from the break. This is Ray. And this is Heather. (laughs) I was tricking you. I was like, (laughs) I love it. Let's see if she's on the draw.
3: (laughs) You're awesome. I never know when you're doing it. (laughs) I know.
2: And we are the Feel Good Sisters. And before we get back to our topic today, we do want to call attention to our website, which is everydayattraction.com. You can see our blog. You can see information about what we're up to. But we also have a little intake email where if you want to keep up to date with us and know what we're up to, uh, throw us your email in our little intake box there on everydayattraction.com. And you'll also see book a session. And this is something that we offer and many of you have taken advantage of it and we're so Thankful for that um, to book a session with Heather. As I mentioned earlier in the show, she is a channel, a teacher, an incredible coach. And if you really are looking for an opportunity for you to see this new vantage point, to see where you are in relation to your ship to your prosperity, and we love business, we love visioning, we love people who are here to um, do things in this world through their beingness. So, She is an amazing collaborator and I really encourage you to book a session. Um, Flow to Business is one of the kind of, catchphrases that we like to talk about, but it is really flowing your vision, your prosperity, what it is that you're here to do in an easy, delicious way. So take advantage of that. We have some wonderful pricing available that Heather has graciously given us some discounts to our Everyday Attraction listeners. So our website, again, everydayattraction.com, book a session. You'll also see on our website, our feel good products, because we are in the planet we love to touch feel smell hear wonderful um, high vibing products so we encourage you to check out Nirium, which is our favorite um, skincare anti-aging also brain supplements and we also um, encourage you to check out our uh, everyday essentials or what i'm calling the feel good essential oils that can really help you um, manage these emotions and really feel the unconditional love that is here for you ah Great segue back to what we were talking about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're masterful at that.
2: <laughs> so we are our theme for today's show is really finding unconditional love for self because that is where source is, and when you can vibe with that energy, everything that you're wanting, all that stuff you think you got to go get, it's just gonna pop in. It's just gonna. Did I tell you my my uh, my my red purse story? No. <gasps> okay. So I know this is a small example, please. This is not about world peace. It's this very, very small example of the law of attraction. But um I have just had this desire for this red leather purse. And I had it in my mind. It was kind of like a messenger bag, but it had a couple so anyway, I kinda of, I'm kind of a purse person. Alright, I'm coming out. I'm a bad person. So I um I've been fine by this thing and I was just in that place where I couldn't find it and I was going to all the stores and I'm like, where's my red bag? Where's my red bag? You know, and it wasn't happening. And I was kind of at a place where I really shouldn't be spending a lot of money on a bag. You know, I kind of had that going on. So I let it go. I just absolutely let it go. And a girlfriend of mine uh, about a week later called me up and said, do you want to come to dinner? And I said, sure. And she said, well, I'm bringing another friend of mine. Um, Do you mind? I'm like, no, more the merrier. So she brings this other friend and we sit down to dinner and this other friend says, do you like bags? (laughs) <laughs> do you like purses? And I was like, that's such a random question. I was like, right. I was like, yeah. She says, well, I work for this, um, Silicon Valley executive and she's got billions of dollars and she just buys bags and then she gets tired of them. So she says, I have a trunk full of bags. Would you like one, you know, or more? And I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, we looked and there was my red leather bag on the top of the pile. Just sitting oh. there waving at me. And I was just, you know, and I know these are goofy examples in the sense, but it really is this idea of wanting something, but then letting it go and then watching the universe knock itself out in these crazy, you know, synchronistic ways to deliver even something as specific as a, a red leather bag. And so that's just an example castle or a button castle or a button the universe doesn't really know the difference between a red leather bag and the great relationship you're looking for or the castle on the hill or whatever it is you're experiencing so that was my magical story
3: yay and it didn't cost you any money
2: didn't cost me a dime and it was the perfect bag and it was probably like a 400 dollar bag i'm whispering it was like a 400 dollar bag <laughs> this is ridiculous right Um, so that's the fun part uh, as we start to play with these these wonderful laws so let's play a little unless you had something Heather should we play a little bit of the track
3: yeah let's play the track I mean we're just all you know like salivating for it i know exactly here we go
2: so again we play a little bit of the abraham workshop we encourage you to go to abraham hicks.com and download and get on their mailing list and go to one of their workshops which i'm going to actually next saturday um so but here it is from sydney australia unconditionally loving good now
1: what hello I was going to give you a whole lot of background, but that's rubbish. But I would like to know how to love myself unconditionally. I feel like I have a lot of baggage that I have brought into. I've only known about you really for about the last eight months. And I feel like I have a lot of thought baggage. But really it comes down to if I feel like I learn how to love myself unconditionally, that all these other things will come about
6: well we don't disagree with that at all but there is a simpler way of going about it does it make sense to you when we talk about the existence of your inner being yes and does it make sense to you that when you feel positive emotion that means that the opinion of your inner being and the opinion of of you are the same thing at the same time that's really the most important thing that we want to convey to you that your emotions the emotion that you feel is all about your alignment or not yes. it's all about you being in the receptive mode where the fullness of who you are is flowing through you yes so the ultimate connection to that source energy Better said, the ultimate indication of that connection to that source energy is when you are having one of those loving, feeling moments where whatever you're holding as your object of attention has you just oozing that feeling of love and appreciation. So when you feel that way, you're in sync with source. And it doesn't matter if the subject of attention is yourself or the subject of attention is someone else. So it's not self-love that is so critical. It's love. And maybe it's easier for you to just focus on other things that you love for a little while until you get your love juices flowing. You see what we're getting at? Yes. Most people have practiced being critical about themselves. And the reason that you have is because so many other people well-meaning in many cases have held you as their object of attention needing you to be different than you are so that they can feel better and so you've learned to not think that you're standing in a good place we want you to feel the love that is raining down all around you but you have to at least be in a neutral zone so that you can feel it and so we usually say to someone start with things that are easier One day, Jerry said to Esther, because he was carrying on in some way, and she was thinking that he should be doing something differently than he was doing. And she was irritated with him. Didn't happen very often, but it was happening then. And Jerry said to Esther, I wish that you would pretend like I'm Kate. Because granddaughter Kate, Esther never felt negative emotion about her. In other words, it was so easy to love Kate. And Esther wanted to argue with Jerry, when you're as good as Kate is, I'll feel that way about you. (laughs) But what Jerry was saying to her is he wanted Esther to feel better and he didn't care what her subject needed to be in order for her to feel better. So you just can't look out into the world at something that doesn't set right with you and hold your attention on it and connect with source energy even if that someone or something is yourself so let's start by saying to you do you think you could start by saying does it even feel possible for you to say it's all right for me not to like myself It's alright for me to disapprove of where I'm at or it's alright for me to disapprove of what I've done or who I've been. That's alright for me because that's contrast. But still, no matter what my subject of attention is, when I get crossways of source, I'm not going to feel good. So what does that mean that source is feeling about you when you're feeling negative about you? What's the message? When you feel negative emotion, what does it always mean?
1: It means that I'm not aligned.
6: It does mean that. What else does it mean? It means that source sees this differently than you are. So when you're down on yourself and feeling bad, what does that mean? Do you know? Oh, hear this. You couldn't even know what negative emotion was if source didn't love you so much. No, it's contrary. Accept that or at least try to hear it a little bit. If you're really getting what we're giving you here, that the way Source feels about you is so powerful, so pervasive, so constant, so steady, so raining down on you, and when you find some nitpicking, squirrely opinion from somebody else that taught it to you, and you're focusing in that way about yourself, and you feel negative emotion, next time that happens, say, source must really love me a lot because i'm really down on myself today we're not kidding
1: maybe i don't feel worthy of it
6: it's the same thing but what is worthiness you see worthiness is a receptive mode period because it's always there it's always being offered to you in other words the revelation is there you've got to get in the receiving mode about it and the thing about this conditional life that so many of you have been living is that you look at what is and you come to erroneous inaccurate conclusions when the emotion that you're feeling is the evidence all along if you want to give us a scenario where you're not loving yourself or just try to describe to us a little bit what that not loving yourself feels like
1: I'm very critical of myself when... I suffer from depression for a long time. That's
6: all right, blah, blah, blah. And we're not making light of it, but we don't want to talk around it. We want to talk right to the heart of it. So what did you say right before you said, I suffer from depression?
1: Right before I said that, mm-hmm. bit about being unworthy?
6: So you feel unworthy. How does it play out in a moment?
1: I call myself names. So, you know, say, say I do... No, I muck something up in the workshop and I take it very personally like it is pretty
6: interesting. Here you are. Here you are. Here you are.
1: Yes. Pretty interesting. I knew I would be
6: so would you say that when you're down on yourself, that the way you got there was by comparing yourself to someone else, or by comparing yourself, to desires or dreams that you have that aren't fulfilled what is so it's it's about not yet
1: becoming who i'm supposed to be right i don't know who i'm supposed to be
6: but stop for just a moment meaning i don't have the money i should have i don't have the assets i should have i don't have the what are you talking about
1: it's that's
6: i don't have the success
1: no no those things like they were worrying to me but they're just way off the
6: track. so what is it so what is it so what is it
1: it's my you know how i feel about myself oh, we're was... so
6: happy to hear that because what that means that's what we've been talking about
1: my emotions my feelings are important to me but you see
6: this is so good because what we were just saying to you is you're not going to get the 10 million dollars today probably and you're not going to find the that or the that or the that today but you can find in this moment or in the next moment or in the next moment or in five minutes or in ten minutes you can find that feeling of love if you start with the premises that we are giving you here so we're just going to lead you through a series of questions until you feel what we're talking about do you believe that you are an extension of source energy yes and do you believe that source energy has an opinion about you
1: i haven't thought about that (laughs)
6: Well, that is really important to understand.
7: Oh boy,
2: there was so much in that particular track, so delicious, but we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll dive more deeply into this wonderful realization that Source has an opinion about you, and it's a good opinion. You're listening to the Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction, Unity Online Radio, and across the globe. We'll be back. Stay tuned. (laughs)
1: Let it
4: unfold, let it go. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart, and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
0: And listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back from the break. Oh, Heather, that was such an amazing track that we just listened to um, from the Abraham Workshop at from Sydney, Australia. This unconditional love. Okay, so let's let's kind of start from the end and work our way back. Source okay. Source has an opinion about you. What does that mean to you when
3: you hear that? You know, actually that's funny that you asked me that specific question because mm, I get stuck on that one a little bit because um obviously source is not opinionated that's the whole thing I'm working on is not judge so I'm like okay I know they've been talking about this for a while now so this is not the first time but um I guess what I think about that means they want they want for you you know they want they want you to know that you are we are you and you are us they want they want us to know that we are them.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, and that we're ho- that they're holding in the vibrational soup, so to speak, or pre-soup, um, that that which we are, the truth of which we are. Right, so they they exactly. kind of beam that light consistently. I love the consistent. I, I agree with you that the word opinion is a little wobbly because yeah. it means that there could be something other than, um, right. but and that's and source is incapable. Of holding anything but that unconditional love, knowing truth, and and that's the steady rock that we can um, always feel. But what I I really love this idea that the evidence of source's opinion of me is in my emotion. So I wouldn't even feel negative emotion if it wasn't for the fact that source was holding that opinion of me, of how I truly am. Right. I really think that's a an aha moment.
3: You okay, know. say that one more time because it's really powerful. I want feel I want to feel it. <laughs> so we wouldn't even be
2: experiencing negative emotion if source wasn't holding that broader knowing, that consistent, unconditional loving, not even like, oh, I love you. It's like, we think you're the bomb. We think you're a am- me we, we know who you are. we know you're divinity for God's sakes. <laughs> Right. But I, I love the fact that the negative emotion in and of itself is the
3: evidence. Right. That's my favorite part of this whole track. I think that's why this track jumped out at me because yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh, that's it. That's so cool. I mean, and I think I love being that I'm a mom because, um, and you are too, I think Source looks at us like the the mom or the the dad or whatever. And so the way we unconditionally love our kids is the way source unconditionally loves us. And how can it be any different than that? Like there is, there is no other option for source. Like source can't just say, "Ah, I kind of don't like you today, so I'm going to hate you now. (laughs) No, it just is not going to happen. So it's that, it's that consistency and that certainty, that unwavering aspect and that I love that we get a feel for where we are based on whether we're feeling good, we're connected to it. If we're not feeling good, we're not connected to it. It's all about us, not about them. They never change their minds. <laughs>
2: I know. Isn't that wonderful? It's like a constant cheerleader. And it's one of those things that um, you can depend on. And the fact that the you know the lower I go when I start to do some old mantras or I pick up some old stinking belief system or somebody says something that that triggers it, um, all I know now is that whatever that is, the opposite is true in in the sense of what Source is holding for me. So when I get into scarcity, or I'm you know, or I deal with finances and and I get wonky, I'm thinking, wow, the worse I feel, the more Source is going. There's millions over here, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lots and- of everything over here, you know. And I love that; just brings me peace because now I just have to find my way to that.
3: Well, and then you said something earlier about. Um- getting out of a funk fast or something. And I, and I was thinking, but it's, but not necessarily because by sitting in the funk, um, it's, you're creating those, that larger, um, rockets of desire. So it doesn't really matter if we're in the funk or we're in the flow because there's benefits to both and both are necessary in the process. So how long we stay in either doesn't really matter at the end of the day, except for the fact that the longer we're in the lower vibration, the more we are emitting that lower vibration. Right. We're just kind of staying status quo. Yeah. Yeah. But I I guess I want to just give some level of comfort to people that aren't quite there yet. Because I know that for me, I never go low as much as I used to. And I'm glad I don't. But when I did, I used to beat myself up over it. And so the beating of myself up over it is what prolonged the staying there. Absolutely. And I, I, yeah, it's all perfect.
2: I think that's such a good point. I really want to hover over that for a minute because this law of attraction stuff is definitely evolving as a principled philosophy, right? It's, it's changing and moving and exposing more and more of its grit and, and a, and real world applicability. But there was a time in this work and not too much in the distant future where there was a fair amount of beating up about not being in the vortex, right? Um, There was a fair amount. And this wasn't coming from Abraham. This was just coming from a lot of us who were doing this work. We're like, oh, I'm out of the vortex again. Oh, I'm so bad. Why do I do this to myself and kind of go into this little funk dance and then we stay stuck there and so I think you're right to just let what you're going through be perfectly okay you're right on track there's nothing wrong with you you haven't it's nothing like you're a lot of people were feeling like I'm missing something I'm missing something you know and no you're not you're not missing anything contrast is part of the ride it's absolutely part of being on planet earth kiss the contrast know that there's something in it for you but the key to this whole thing is awareness because if you're aware that you're in the negative mode at least you know what you're doing what as which is what is not so fun is when you're not aware and you're just miserable and you can't really figure out what to do with yourself you know or what to do next that's not so fun Not the end of the world but not so fun so this awareness practice um and knowing that no matter how you know, low you go, source is not wavering in what it knows about you. Your stuff is not going away. This, you know, everything that you want is not evaporating because you're not doing your, you know, your positive affirmations good enough, you know, none of, I think we're throwing all of that out. That was kind of leftovers from some religiosity that said we still have to perform in order to, to get what we want. You know, um, it's just really this pivoting and, and Again, this idea of knowing that my fear and doubt and worry is evidence of source's absolute certainty of my prosperity, my wellness, and my security gives me uh, some breadcrumbs out of the forest. It's just some breadcrumbs, right? So I can start to follow the path that says, wow, what would it feel like to, um, to be that unconditional loving parent. And I'm so glad that you brought up the parenting thing because I think we do get a sense of it as mothers and fathers about how much we can love our kids. I mean, it's just, I mean, I can hardly not eat my child. I love him so much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're so funny. I but, you're, but your son is edible. So He is
2: pretty edible. Yeah. But, um, but it's one of those things too where what Source doesn't do and I sometimes do is vary from that and getting worried about them. Or getting fearful, or getting into that, and the source never does that, and and so in a way we have a taste of that unconditional love, but we also um, have to know that source never wavers from that, and I and I love that that is our anchor um, to to this vibrational universe. That that is it's it 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 is deep inside your DNA. It cannot go away. This uh, consciousness, this, and even if you trip over. To and uh, make your transition and go into what we call death, which there is none. You're still fully connected. You're still fully um, connected, even in a broader sense to to all that it is. So you really can't get it wrong. I think again, I go back right, to that. That's right. That's what
3: I was. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. Is you can't get it wrong. And it's funny because um, being a hypnotherapist, you know, the subconscious mind usually fills up from the ages of zero to eight. So a lot of our associations in our subconscious mind comes from our childhood. And I, you know, my mom passed away three years ago and I still have stuff that I was holding a grudge about with my mom or, you know, hadn't let go of. And so it's interesting, this whole full circle thing, because being a parent, I feel the unconditional love for my child. And I also feel the unconditional love from source, but being a child, an adult child, obviously, I mean, I'm, I guess we're always going to be a child to our parents, even no matter how old we are. Um, there is some level of where our parents screwed up, didn't good, didn't love us enough, didn't do it the right way, didn't show us in the way we needed to be shown or whatever. And so there's all this. And maybe I'm only speaking more for myself. Maybe nobody else can relate to this. Oh, no, I think a lot of people can relate. Uh, so there's this judgment that our parents let us down, or did it wrong, or don't un- don't get us, or don't understand us. Um, and so we haven't really felt, you know, like, so because we didn't feel the unconditional love from our parents, it's hard for us to feel the unconditional love from source sometimes. So a lot of this is just programming. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and there's a way around it. <laughs> there's a workaround. <laughs> there is workaround, And I think there is that idea of consistency that
2: really is true, that as you start to um, remember these principles and you begin to introduce them into your consciousness in in, in a very direct manner, um, you are making a choice in the moment to shift that perspective to that broader knowing. And you might not know that broader knowing is within you, but it is. It, it is Programmed inside of you, you have the perspective of source within your consciousness. But if it's something that you haven't um, been practicing, it might feel a little strange at first. This idea of unconditional, um, yeah, because you have not seen it outpictured in the physical. But all the more exciting when you do tap into it, because it's such a level of I want to say relief and but also peace, that uh, uh, quiet that consistency, it's not, um, for me, I should speak specifically, for me, it's not like some sort of New Year's Eve party where it's like, woohoo, you made it. It's more, and I was talking about this earlier to a friend of mine, it's more like a deeper quiet, a deeper knowing. Um, a, 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 instead of splashing, uh, there's a deep sea kind of feeling that settles in. And it's like, oh, that's what they know. That's what they are beaming all day every day is there's no wiggling. There's no like, you know, you can have it, you can't have it. No, this is like, this is done. Um, And so when we begin to practice that, and for like you said, many of us who haven't experienced that on the physical plane, really have to make the conscious choice to begin to feel what would it feel like to be completely secure? What would it feel like to be completely loved regardless of what I've done or said or didn't do? Um, You have to start to play in your imagination, the power of your imagination, and then source can begin to connect and respond. And, you know, they said it in this track, and I really want to call attention to it, that we talked about the receiving mode last week worthiness equals receiving mode that is the algebraic um solution for today <laughs> worthiness equals... thank you professor <laughs> that's the only algebra i know but i will share <laughs> that worthiness equals receptive mode and truly we want to be in that receiving mode we want source to be whispering go here go there talk to this person um skip that event <laughs> <laughs> because that is really the path to all that we're asking for. So it is a lot of fun to be able to tap into that and know that we're in the receiving mode when we feel worthy and we're able to see that that broader perspective. So the way into unconditional loving of self is to really begin to just love and to see the broader love and to move into that space and just hold in your mind the knowing that source Source's opinion, quote unquote, of you is so powerful and so true and so consistent and so loving that anything, any thought, any feeling that doesn't match up with that is just false. It's absolute storytelling and you can drop that bad habit at any moment. It is not the truth about you or anyone you know. And that's powerful. So we hope that in this hour that we've been together, you've heard something that will go with you into the, the days and the weeks ahead and resonate with you. And that our our real prayer or our meditation for you is that in the moment of contrast, you remember some of these principles and can find your way to relief and release and even to though tickling toes, toes of joy as you start to see that the simplest things in life are serving you. So, Heather, thank you so much for joining us in this hour and for being a part of this feel-good sister nation. <laughs> there is great, mm. great, great love for you here um, as we wrap up this
3: unconditionally loving show. And, thank um, you so much. And I, re- I just want to remind everybody when it feels good, it's good. And when it feels bad, it's good. <laughs> I love you it. can't you, you can't get it wrong
2: you can't get it wrong and all is truly well so feel good sister feel good sister see y'all next time't it. It
0: it... thank you for joining us on everyday attraction with feel good sisters Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, Noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. sendoutcards.com slash attraction.
5: 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
4: Say we are entitled to miracles. We are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Reverend Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on UnityOnlineRadio.org and on iTunes.
7: If I were brave, I'd walk the races edge where food...
3: Never lose
0: faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan, Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? a relationship you'd like to improve. Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
4: What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream?
7: Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source. And each of us has a unique way of expressing that source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon central time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.